in a way, if you have like some like relationship or a social like issue, it's always nice to hear it from another person's perspective. Today, in part two of our siblings episode of Fully Known, let's hear what a younger brother has to say about his sister, as well as what life is like as a student in a time of virtual learning. Noah Kim. Hello. Hey, welcome to Fully Known. How you doing? Good. Thanks Good. for inviting me. <laughs> of course, of course. I'm so glad we get to do this. Uh, so, two days of your school week done. How does it feel? Um, I mean, it feels fine. I, like in a way, I feel like the days are starting to kind of just like blur together. Mm, but mm. it's it's fine. <laughs> okay. What uh? What's a typical day looking like for you right now? Are you, I spoke to your sister yesterday. She said she's up at like seven. Is that the same for you? Or do you get to start a little bit later? Um, yeah, I wake up around seven as well. Okay. Okay. Uh, so what, um, what is this week? Do you have, you've been having a lot of projects this year. I feel like more than I would expect, especially given online learning. Do you have any, yeah. any projects due this week? Um, I'm working on like a writing essay thing for oh. ELA and I have I think it's like due next week. Okay. Is this something you have to do with other people in your class or is it a solo project? It's more of just a solo project because I mean okay. like I guess a big thing with virtual schooling since that's what I'm doing mm-hmm. is that there's like much less communication in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah I mean some of the things you have done though the last couple of weeks have been with other classmates haven't they? Yeah definitely. Yeah, so walk me through. I feel like, yeah, I'm just curious. How do you guys end up collaborating when you're in different places? What kind of project was it, and how did you make it work? Well, I mean, like, some classes, we do more breakout, like, rooms than others. Like, breakout rooms is what we use for um, Zoom. Okay. And, um, like, definitely, like, math. Like, we'll do specific things in math, like, work on, like, specific problems and try to get certain things done as Mm -hmm. a group okay and then but like honestly for most of my other classes we don't really do that much work together it's a lot of just independent take notes down and like that's kind of it okay okay yeah interesting um what would you say out of all your classes is the class that has suffered the most being done online like it just doesn't doesn't work the way it would in person um, I would say uh, science because, like, usually we would perform, like, a lot of experiments and stuff. Mm. And now it's kind of just seems like all we do in class each day is do, like, fill out a worksheet, like, or do some independent work. And okay. that's kind of just what we do the whole class. Okay. Yeah, that's a big difference. That's a huge difference. I used to love doing labs in school. <laughs> yeah. What What kind of science are you studying this year? Um, we're doing, we just finished astronomy. We're doing like okay. different units. It's like all earth science. We okay. just finished astronomy and now we're doing uh, meteorology. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So what, have you seen what a, what a lab would have looked like if you had lab or, um, like, is that stuff that's in your textbooks that you're just kind of skipping? Or I'm just curious what a lab in earth science is would look like. I, I used to do labs for chemistry, for bio, for physics. I don't know if I did any for earth sciences. I'm just curious. Um, like, 
they said that we miss out a lot of experiments, but they never really specify what we're missing out on. Kind of interesting. <laughs> that is interesting. Yeah, it's like we'll make you feel bad that you're missing out on something, but they won't tell you uh, yeah. much about what that is. Okay. Yeah, I took. Um, I feel like yeah, some some of the labs we did over the years. Have you done any like dissections in biology classes yet? Um, not yet. Okay, that's great. No, that's that's to come, and uh, you know, really interesting stuff. You know, like I, I just felt like I learned so much in those classes and always stories that uh, you end up remembering of people, you know, either doing pranks or, or you know, just getting into into antics during during biology lab. So that'll be cool. Yeah. Um, who's your, what's your favorite class this year? What is, which class have you been enjoying the most? Um, this year, I would probably say math because um, my teacher is really good with math. Mm. And like, I remember last year, math like in math class i had such a strict teacher mm -hmm. and like i would be like totally scared to like <laughs> say any answers sure but like with my math teacher now he's like a lot more like chill i guess and a lot more like easier like easy to talk to mm -hmm. that's great yeah, I, I remember when when I got into high school, my first year, I, I was always pretty good at math in, in middle school. And then my first year of high school, I just was getting killed in math. And I had a teacher, kind of like the teacher it seems like you had this year, who just totally saved me because he was just easy to talk to. And I would end up going in early in the morning just to get help because he would he would use a lot of pop quizzes and they were often like one problem. So if you got it wrong, you failed. Oh. And uh, it just goes a long way to have a good teacher. So I'm glad that you like your math teacher this year because I feel like it makes all the difference in the world. So. Yeah, definitely. So tell me a little bit about socializing um, with your with your friends in school. What what ways have you figured out to kind of connect with people in the in a virtual age? Um. Well, I mean, simple texting and just calling. Sometimes I'll just call my friends occasionally. Mm -hmm. We also use, like, Discord, and we have this whole school server set up. Mm -hmm. And that's how we, like, all mainly communicate. And okay. it's, like, public to all, like, any kid in my school. So if they want to get in, they can just join. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't you help create this? Yeah. It was that's me pretty... and my other friends. That's pretty awesome. So you guys came up with this idea and then just executed it? Yeah. That's really awesome. I love that. I love that. And I'm sure your classmates and people in the school appreciate having that ability to connect with each other during the day and stuff. Yeah, I hope so, at least. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure they do. Yeah. What, you know, it's funny, you know, it definitely shows my age when Discord is, is new to me. You know, you were the one who introduced me to it. But maybe I'm sure that people listening to this will have no idea. They'll think we're talking about people having an argument. So <laughs> maybe maybe explain uh, to some of our older members what, what Discord is. Well, Discord is like a communication app. And basically what it allows you to do is just like talk, be it like just texting or like joining like a voice channel. Okay. With other people. And it's, yeah, basically just a communication app. That's great. Yeah, that's helpful. Uh, so tell me a little bit about hobbies. You know, when you have 
time to yourself and you're able to kind of do as you please, what are some things that you enjoy doing when you have some free time? Um, when I have some free time, usually, like, I'll just, like, hang out with my friends or, like, play video games or... Mm-hmm. I've been working towards trying to get, like, a computer, so sometimes I'll do, like, work to try to get money for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. sometimes it's just, like, getting ahead of school if I'm mm-hmm. not, like, procrastinating. Right, right. What uh, what are some of your favorite games to play with friends? Um, definitely Minecraft and, mm-hmm. like, yeah, pretty much just Minecraft. Okay. Oh, wait, and, and Among Us. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're quite good at that game. Uh, very, very good, yeah. Uh, it's been fun getting to play that with you guys throughout the week. Um, so tell me about building a computer. Have you done something like this before? How does how does somebody figure out how to build one from scratch? Do you buy a kit? Or it seems like, based on what you've been saying, you're, you're getting, you know, parts at a time as you have the money to purchase them. So yeah, tell me about how you, you do something like that. Um, wait, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> my Yeah, my phone kind of lagged out. Um, so I guess a way to put it is that, like, it's kind of like a gaming computer, so it's kind of just whatever fits your needs. Okay. Um, you buy all the parts separately, and then you have to put it all together. Mm-hmm. And, um... It's actually not that hard once you learn where all the stuff goes. It can only it takes you like a couple hours, and that's it. Okay. Surprisingly. That's cool. And what are the parts that are the most expensive to purchase? Um, your motherboard, which is like where you put all the stuff in. Okay. Uh, your processor, which like runs all the commands that your computer needs to function. Mhm. And your graphics card, which basically just like shows you like what's going on on your screen. Okay. Interesting. Have you gotten any of those parts yet? Um, I've gotten the motherboard, and then I've gotten just a bunch of the cheap parts. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you know, on Saturday, a bunch of us were at uh, Philmont trying to figure out the streaming situation, and the guy who had come to help us basically said that the computer you're describing, like a gaming computer, is the ideal processor for streaming, and yeah. you, you get the best quality image, and it it's most comfortable kind of translating the camera, you know, that you're filming to the, you know, to process it and send it out to people watching it. So I thought that was really interesting because, yeah, I would, I would assume that any high-end kind of laptop, whether it be a PC or even a Mac, you know, which tends to be pretty user-friendly and good with, you know, um, you know, video and, and audio stuff would be fine. But he was like, no, no comparison to a gaming computer, which I thought was really fascinating. Yeah. So, so maybe That's you're what gonna. I thought originally as well. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you might be the the architect behind fixing our live stream after you build your computer. We might uh, have you uh, dial in on a Zoom call and be our consultant. <laughs> we'll keep you posted. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, I know you do karate, and I know that you're a black belt, which blows my mind. Um, tell me a little bit about your experience doing that. Do you enjoy it? Uh, is it something you just kind of feel forced to do and yeah just tell me about your experience of doing that well i feel like in person like karate was like a lot more fun compared to virtual Mm. because like 
when we do it virtually, I feel like set up a, like a ton of stuff, and it just kind of seems more of a chore mm. in the beginning, and then I just like lose all my motivation to like actually do karate. Sure, sure. But yeah, when we go to like in person classes, it's just like, like it's just really fun. Mm. What do you find to be the most enjoyable when you're there in person? Um. Well, normally, like if like the pandemic wasn't like a thing normally it would be like sparring oh cool which is yeah which is kind of like fighting yeah yeah but I... when we're oh what sorry. no no go ahead i'm sorry oh i, I was just gonna say something about it but you can go sorry oh no no, no. i was just i was re- reminded that you know your mom had posted over the summer you and your sister using it looked like like sticks right you were yeah practice. So tell me about that. I've never actually seen that in karate. What weapon was that, and what were you uh, doing? I mean, it was literally just a stick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Um, we learned how to use sticks as kind of just like a self-defense thing. But okay. when we, like, now, like, now that I'm, like, a higher belt, we use, like, different weapons, like nunchucks and, like, a bow staff. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. That's That's awesome. Oh man. So, um, I'm curious what your philosophy is uh, of, of karate. Is it, is it about balance or is it about striking first, striking hard and no mercy? Um, well, I think a thing we always learn is that being like a black belt has to do a lot with like certain like traits about you. Like it's more about like 50% of it they say is mind. And then 50% of it is like technique and like, like the physical part of it, I guess. Mm. And what what are they speaking about when they speak about that fifty percent of your mind that makes your black belt? Like, we always have like these tenets are called tenets of Taekwondo, and it's courtesy, integrity, perseverance, self control, and indomitable spirit. Mm. That's awesome. So definitely more on the balance side. It sounds like. Than, yeah. Uh, and crushing somebody with your fists, <laughs> even though you could. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's awesome. I, th- that's a reference to Cobra Kai. So yeah. That's, okay. <laughs> okay. I didn't know if you got the joke. Um, so, you have any TV shows you like to watch? Um, not in like particular. I just watch like a lot of YouTube. Okay. What, you have a favorite YouTube channel or or thing to watch on YouTube? Um, well, um, I watch a lot of, like, PewDiePie, which is, like, a big YouTuber. Okay. And some of my friends also have YouTube channels. Oh, nice. And they just, like, record themselves playing games, and they're Uh actually, like, really interesting, so Uh I watch them sometimes. That's cool. That's, like, is it Twitch, where people share their game screen? Uh, that's one of the platforms. Okay. Yeah. I know some people at Grace Point that use that. So they're playing like Tetris and you can watch some stuff at home. So, uh, so this, this summer you had an accident and I didn't, I didn't know if you knew that we had that in common that we both broke bones riding our bicycles at around the same age, actually. So oh, really? yeah. Yeah. So tell me about what that experience was like, especially the weather being good, being able to be out was a really sweet gift this summer. Um, yeah, how did how did that recovery go? How did that 
how did that go for you? Well, I mean, I'm very lucky that I didn't like break my whole hand or like arm mm-hmm. because that could have definitely happened if I just like, well, like when I was on my bike, I went down a hill really fast and like took a really sharp turn mm. and so I just felt like flipped off my bike. Mm-hmm. And if I just like flipped the wrong way, I could have totally like broken my arm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess like, thank God. <laughs> yeah. That, that never happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember being shocked. It was really, it was only several weeks, and you were out of the cast already, right? Yeah, it yeah, only took good. like a month. Yeah, that's that's rare. That is rare. Uh, yeah, I broke my, I don't know if you know this story. Do you know about my broken ankle? Did I ever tell you this story? Uh, no. So I was in, I was, I was a little younger than you. So I was in seventh seventh grade. I was riding my bike to the pet store in my town on Broadway. Which I lived in a small city, so... We had kind of like a, a Broadway, which were, was all, where all the stores were at. So you're you're driving on the sidewalk where a lot of pedestrians are walking, and I um, bumped into a girl from my class, and I was I was being a, t- a total jerk to be honest. I was like teasing her, making some sort of comment, and as I drove by her, and I completely lost my footing on the pedal, and my foot got caught in the front spoke of the bike. <laughs> And I got thrown off of the bike and landed on my ankle, snapped my ankle, and uh, knew immediately that something was really, really wrong because uh, I had never felt pain like that. And when I tried to stand up, I couldn't put any sort of pressure on my leg. And uh, it was the middle of the day, so people were, like, the mailman was walking by me delivering mail to, like, the stores on the on the street, and... I called, I had somebody, I had the girl actually, my friend called my dad and uh, my dad came in, really thought that I was being dramatic and he was like, you need to stand up and get off the street. I was like, I can't. And, uh, you know, I tried to stand up and I was at, near a parking meter. So I put my arm on the parking meter and then it completely fell down again. And he was like, you need me to call the, call the ambulance? And I was like, I think so. <laughs> I think it's that bad. And uh, and he was just like not believing it. And then sure enough, when they got the X-ray, I had um, you know broken my ankle, and I was in a cast for a long time. And it nice. was during yeah, it was it was during the summer as well. It was during my baseball season, and uh, it wreaked havoc because having my leg propped up for so many weeks. Um, it's funny how your muscle memory just is crazy. And so once my cast was off, I had to like relearn how to walk and run and. I tried to jump right back into baseball and there might even be some footage of this, but it was a year that we were really competitive and I have this, I think one of my first at bats, I got a hit, but, but running to first base was like impossible. It looked like I was almost like speed walking because one leg would move normally and the other leg was like kind of kicking up in the air and uh, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do, I couldn't run normal. So yeah, it was kind of a crazy summer, but uh but I was glad that you healed so quickly and, you know, were, you know, relatively unscathed, which is good. Um, so uh, you have any favorite uh, bands or singers or people you like to listen to on the radio or um, on your... I mean, if I'm honest, I don't like listening to music that often. Okay. Well, there's music on your games, I'm sure, like soundtracks and stuff, so... Yeah. But, yeah, you're not a music guy. No. Okay. Cool. Not too much. Um, so part of my, my hope for um, talking to you and talking to your sister was, uh, and I shared this 
with her was this, this quote that really moved me by the writer C.S. Lewis, who wrote the Chronicles of Narnia. And what he shared was the fact that our individual friendships and relationships, each one of them brings out something unique about who we are. And so thinking about your friends, you know, that you either, you know, you connect on Minecraft or you, you know, you build this Discord uh, platform with. Um, each of them, when you're with them, brings out some different part of you as Noah, you know, and, and if they're not there, that, per, that part of you might not ever be shown to other people. And I think the same is definitely true for siblings. Uh, it's definitely true for my relationship with my brother. And I, I just thought it'd be fun to kind of ask you some questions about your sister um, and just hear okay. your perspective. And so um, what do you feel like in your perspective is one of Naomi's greatest strengths? Um, Naomi is very creative. Like, hmm. Like, in a way, she's like my Pinterest, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's awesome. Like, I'm not that creative. Like, she's definitely the artsy part of, like, my family. Mm-hmm. Like, Dad and Naomi are definitely, like, the really artsy part of my family. Mm. And, like, whenever I need an idea, I can just ask her, and she can figure out, think of something in, like, matters of seconds. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's really cool. And probably super helpful at times. Yeah. Very, like, resourceful. Yeah, yeah. So I have a younger brother, and, um, you know, we totally get each other as, as two brothers, but I don't have any sisters, and I'm wondering what you what you feel like is special or what you love about having a sister. Um, yeah, is there anything that stands out that's unique? I feel like when you have like a brother and a sister in a family and it's just like that like in a way if you have like some like relationship or a social like issue it's always nice to hear it from another person's perspective Mm. so like Naomi asks like this to me a lot like whenever she has some sort of issue she likes to see what it's like from like a boy's point of view Mm -hmm. and I bet you in the future that that'll be be helpful for me to see a girl's point of view yeah, yeah. And I bet, honestly, in some ways, you're already learning that just by doing life together, you know? Just, yeah. Just by spending time together as siblings, you know, you're learning more about, yeah, what it's like to be a girl than you would having just another brother, you know? Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Um, yeah, I think that that's true. I mean, I, I feel like some of my friendships later on, you know, I often talk about Jessica Hong calls me the the brother she never she never wanted. <laughs> and I feel like, <laughs> And I always I always say the same thing to her, like you're the sister I never had and never wanted either and that's the way we kind of show our love for each other. But um yeah, that it's very true having a, a friendship where you get to really see things from a perspective that you can't see on your own and uh it's sweet that you have that in your house. Um, how about and it could be at any time in your life, but one of your favorite memories of your sister? And it could be stuff you did together. Or it could just be something you remember about her. But it's one of your fun, fondest memories. Or... Okay, so this was such like a stupid moment. But I remember we were <laughs> at great, like though. That's great. Target, and I think I was like maybe like eight or nine, and mm-hmm. I was kind of being annoying or whatever to mm-hmm. Naomi because that's like what brothers do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um she was making fun of me for it and like mimicking my voice and then I got and then she was just laughing at me right and uh, uh-huh. 
we're like in the middle of like one of the aisles in Target, and there's another shopping cart walking by with like a person. Okay. And Naomi moves to the side, and she totally gets ran over by <laughs> the shopping cart. <laughs> and I'm just like, ha, jokes on you. <laughs> oh, that's classic. Was that recent or a long time ago? Um, maybe like four or five years ago. Oh, that's funny. That's really funny. That had to be very satisfying for you to watch that whole. Did you see it before it unfolded? Like, could you anticipate it was going to happen? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so that's even better. Like, you, you knew what was going to happen before it did, and so you could kind of watch it all unfold. That's great. Oh, that's awesome. Um, Maybe I'm going to ask, like, one more serious question and a couple of just fun real quick, you know, to, to end really just quick questions that I try to ask everybody that's on the show. But I guess the last serious question is, what do you feel like you've been learning in, in this really difficult season? You know, it's been eight or nine months now. And how do you feel like you've been growing or what do you feel like you've been learning personally? I feel like in a way, like, since, like, like we were in quarantine and, like, the pan- whole pandemic thing happened, like, I definitely started to become more motivated to do stuff because I had more time. Mm. And I think that's just helped me grow as a person. Mm-hmm. And to have some sort of, like, work work ethic is just, like, really nice to have. Yeah. Yeah, that's because, awesome. Like, I feel like you can't get anywhere without any ambition. Mm-hmm. And I have also learned to, like, be more thankful for what I have. Mm-hmm. Because, like, once all this, like, socialization and, like, so many privileges getting take o- taken away because of coronavirus, like, you really think about, like, well, this is what I have left, so mm-hmm. might as well be really thankful for it. Yeah, yeah, that's great. It's really it's powerful. Mm. All right, so I just have, like, six or seven questions, and these are, like, you know, really just shoot from the hip there's no right or wrong answer and you know they're not meant to be challenging it's just kind of like fun you know kind of snap judgments but the first one is um who's your favorite fictional or historical hero like person that you so it could be somebody from a book or from a movie or a show or somebody from history i need to think about that (laughs) well i mean it's not someone i look up to but i remember when i was really little like there was like these diary of a wimpy kid books Oh, yeah, they're great. Yeah, and it was kind of funny because it's, like, in a way, like, relatable, like, shockingly sure. relatable. Sure, yeah, that's how so things good. are. Yeah. And <laughs> that's just yeah, something that's... I kind of found interesting. Yeah, I mean, that's why they're so popular, because we read them and we see ourselves in those characters, so that's great. Yeah, I mean, like, the main character, Greg, like, is definitely not a role model, like, <laughs> right. at all. Like, he does everything wrong. <laughs> And it's right. funny. But like uh yeah, but there's definitely overlap with real life, so good. Okay. In a way he's like a role model that tells me like to do exactly what he does except like the complete opposite. Exactly. Yeah. He teaches you exactly what not to do. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Uh how about a sound or a noise that you love to hear? Um I just I love the sound of the rain. Like like a light like like the light little like pitter patter of the rain. That's mm-hmm. always refreshing. Yeah. How about a sound or noise you you really don't like to hear? Um, 
any just like really like loud scratchy noise i just like don't like at all mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like nail like yeah like a, like a cat scratching on a chalkboard yes <laughs> like that <laughs> yes that goes through me too if you could put anybody on a new um bill like a hundred dollar bill or a fifty dollar bill you had the power to put a new face on it who would it be i mean probably someone that like really contributed to history mm. so like i don't know this might be this is just like me thinking on like my feet but maybe like president obama because he was like the mm. first african-american president so that was kind of huge yeah yeah i love that idea obama bucks <laughs> <laughs> What profession, if you could try it out, not necessarily like this is what you want to do when you grow up, but if you could try a profession out, what would you be interested in in trying out, even for like a short period of time? Probably either like teaching Mm -hmm. or some kind of like psychology or like psychiatry thing. Mm, Nice. So helping, helping people, both, both of those help people. It's cool. Yeah. If you could be another animal, what would you want to try being just for like you know, a brief period of time as well. If you could try being another species, what would it be? Probably like a turtle. Oh, like, really? That's like, awesome. <laughs> like, I want to know what it's like to swim in the water and be on land at the same time and, like, walk really slowly. Mm, that's great. I always think of the turtle in, in Dory. And then lastly, what would you like to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? Honestly, I, I think it would be funny if he just brought up some inside joke. Me and my friends. I just like what you know. <laughs> oh, that's great. I love that. That's really funny. Oh. Well, no, this has been so much fun. I just so thankful that you made the time to ch- chat in the middle of a school week and uh just really appreciate you. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for requesting me. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, have a have a great rest of your week and hopefully I'll catch you either Thursday or Sunday. All right, sounds good. All right, good night.